0: Hey everybody, it is L.A. Lloyd, and today is the third time for From Ashes to New to co-host The Rock 30. Last year I had the chance to talk with Matt B. via FaceTime, and you know, looking back, man, we were kind of ahead of the pandemic doing the virtual thing, because that's pretty much the way I've done uh, interviews since March now. So we were kind of ahead of the curve, man.
1: <laughs> it's the easy way, man. This is I don't have to come to you, you don't have to come to me, I don't have to be on tour. I'm sitting in my living room right now. We're good, man.
0: I've been in more rock stars' homes in the last three months than I think I have <laughs> in my entire career, so it's been pretty good, man.
1: Your own version of Cribs, man.
0: Yeah, totally, dude. So before we jump into uh, talk about the music, man, let me uh, just you know ask how you and your family are doing. The rest of the guys in the band, uh, you know, coping with everything now that uh, we've been shut down for a few
1: months. Um, we're good. You know, I mean, it's it's crazy. It's uh, a lot of uncertainty. You hear you hear rumors like tour's coming back, we're going back to tour, and then you hear the next rumors like tour's not happening until 2022, and it's like. You know, you want to tear your hair out. You're like, what What are we going to do here? So, um, I'd like to say that the guys are great. I see them every so often. One of them I haven't seen except for like this. Right. So, um, it's wild, man. It's just different. And we're just uh, trying to roll with the punches like we always do. We're, we're fortunate to have great fans that, uh, that have really supported us through this mess.
0: Well, the good thing is uh, you guys have been putting out some new stuff. We've received a couple tracks uh, from the album that I believe is scheduled for an August twenty eighth release date. Uh, so, how much of the album was complete before COVID nineteen really started ramping up? All of it. Really?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's been so you guys
0: since... were ready to go, and all of a sudden the brakes just got hit, huh?
1: That's exactly what happened. Wow. We were we were we finished up the record recording and tracking and doing all that stuff before the holidays. Um, in the end of 2019. So, you know, we were on tour. We were supporting the, it was like a remake of an older song. We were on tour with Skillet at the beginning of the year. And then it was like, that's going to roll into the first release off the new record. And I mean, we're here now, <laughs> you know what I mean? So every, everything went, everything went sideways, man. So it's just been, again, like I said, roll with the punches. And it's, it, the dates keep changing. And it's like, now we're set though. August 28th, the record's coming out. Um, that feels good, by the way, man, because it, it was moving around. It was like, you know, trying to throw the dart at a moving object, man. It was like, when's it going to happen?
0: So I guess it just feels pretty good internally just to say we have a date that something actually is coming out. We can talk with the fans about over social media. I mean, that's just got to feel exhilarating almost at this point, you know?
1: Yeah, man. I mean, as an artist, every time you create something new, um because we've we've been doing covers and stuff for fun you know to to keep ourselves and the fans occupied while we're waiting to release music and and do touring but when you have your own art and you're waiting like you're sitting on that art to release it it is like i mean the fingernails are gone you know what i mean like it is like you know you love it but what's everybody else gonna think and and you keep that in the back of your head the entire time is like is this going to do good is it you know i mean this one we're real confident with so it feels a little bit better but you know i mean the again it's uncertainty and i think as humans we just like to have at least most of us at least me i've got ocd pretty bad so i'd like to have I'd like to have like a a plan in place. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely, man. Uh, A little bit on a somber note here, July 20th, uh, just a couple of days ago was the third anniversary of the death of Chester Bennington. And, you know, you mentioned on the show previously that you were influenced by his and Lincoln Park's music. So I know it's still kind of fresh on your brain there, man. Uh, You know, how did this uh, anniversary roll around this time affect you if it did at all?
1: Um, it, It does every time it's wild for me. Um, because you know we obviously draw a lot of comparison to that band and um, you know people people will ask me about linkin park and like oh you know you, you know you're like the shinoda of your band and what you do and it's like for me i was a big linkin park fan growing up but the weird thing is, is Chester's parts are the ones I know. right? So it's like, you know, rapping in my band, you would think I know every one of Mike Shinoda's parts. So it's like <laughs> when I learn one of their songs, I'm like, oh, that's what he said. <laughs> um, so so it's, it, it's it's a little bit backwards, but, you know, uh, I'll give you a real long story short. Um, my dog passed away the year after Chester passed away on the same day. Mm. So the the day has gotten even more meaningful for me because it, you know, I lost a a friend of, of almost 10 years and I lost, you know, uh, an inspiration for, of almost 20 years. So, um, the other, the the only other thing that, that really comes on that date is, is my new dog. We got him several days later. And and the craziest stories is we were looking for a particular type of dog. He's a silver lab and uh, they're hard to find. We didn't want to get one from a puppy mill. So we were really searching and I we found one. He was he was over the age they normally sell puppies. eggs fourteen weeks. Right. And the reason they kept him was because he was the run. So I called and we're talking. I said, "Listen, he's fourteen weeks. Does he have any training? Does he have a name?" I said, "Because it's important to me to know these things." And they said, "Yeah, we call him Chester." Wow. And I was like, "Are you kidding?" Like, <laughs> Chester Bennington passes away a year <laughs> later. My dog passes away a few days later. I call to get a dog that we. Barely could we can only find one of that was a runt kept for fourteen weeks and his name was Chester. It was wow. like wow, wow. This is this. so his name is his name is Benny, short for Bennington. Yeah. Um. And it has and to answer your question, yeah, it's a special day for me every year now. That's awesome, man. That's a great story. He's back here, by the way. Very nice. He's just sleeping on the couch. He's just
0: enjoying the show today. That's what it is. So you were talking a little bit about doing uh, some covers to kind of hold the fans over. And I was um, on your website earlier today. I hadn't seen this till today. I don't know where I've been. I've been sleeping, I guess, which is kind of ironic that... uh, Waiting for a haircut. Waiting for a haircut. That's right. Uh, The Green Day song, Wake Me uh, Up When September Ends, your version uh, about the pandemic and redone as Wake Me Up When 2020 Ends. So first of all, uh, how tough was it to try to put together a video? in the middle of a pandemic and also uh the ending of it man just kind of paints a dismal look at uh you know heading into 2021 man
1: (laughs) all right so it's real difficult i i have forced learned how to do video editing okay um i had never done it before until now uh i've used iMovie like back in the day making like you know how they have like the the setup like you can put videos into where they already have videos. Yeah. I've used that, but I've never done any video editing. So I forced learned video editing for what we've been doing where we've been calling the quarantine covers. Gotcha. And we've done, you know, like uh Evan Essen Park. Um uh, we did a Papa Roach song with Jen Ledger from from um Skillet. Mm-hmm. Um and the parody was one of those those uh those videos. And it came it came about like so randomly. Danny called me. We talk a lot and he called me and he's like hey he's like i had this joke he's like uh, I, and he told me it was like the first two lines he started singing the first two lines of it and he's like yeah i said it to my girlfriend and her sister and, and they thought it was hilarious and he sung it and i'm like dude are you writing this right now <laughs> like is this something that you're jotting down because this is fantastic yeah so it, it wasn't really planned it wasn't planned to do that it was like a, just a short two-line joke that turned into an entire song so he wrote it within a day. I was like, "Dude, write every thought down you've got going on right now." And this is before all of the protests and and all of the other stuff that happened, um, you know, after after the pandemic. So this was really kind of pandemic based. And then the end, when we when we created the end of that video, is actually my son who's stabbing me and he's yelling "Purge 2020, kid." Right. Um, and when we created that, I was like, "Man, I hope we didn't prophesize anything like this. Would, this would be." T-. And then the next weeks it's like oh wow like this is this is crazy so i don't know if i regret it or not you know creating that video but it's, it's been it's been fun to, to do this stuff while we're home. It gives us something to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think the fans love it. I enjoyed watching it for sure. Uh, another video, of course, Panic. And uh, you may remember I hit you up um, a while back uh, after you had sent me kind of the the early release on that video. And my first question was like, who in the hell let you take over their office and just rip it to shreds? And you, I believe you said it was a Frontier Cable Call Center or something like that. So uh, maybe talk about the making of this video, man, because it is just completely Completely pandemonium.
1: Again, irony, right? So <laughs> yeah. um, we weren't supposed. It was supposed to be a live music video shoot, like a, a live music video shoot with fans in a venue, and we had a whole different like skit lined up for right. this video. And then the pandemic hit, so we had to change everything up. And I, I called the director, and I'm like, "Hey, man, like, why don't we just like destroy an office?" And he's like, "What?" I was like, "I don't know." I was like, "I used to work in the corporate world for the better part of a decade, and..." Yeah. I oftentimes felt like I wanted to destroy my workplace. So I was like, and that put, that fed into some of my anxiety. That fed into some of my sense of panic. And I think that there's a lot of people who are stuck in that lifestyle and would love to get out of it and probably sit in their cubicle looking at the wall going, man, I would love to just destroy this. Kind of like office space. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, and I had my office space moment in the video. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, it was a Frontier Cable call center, an old one. The irony of it was is that I used to work for uh, Comcast Cable. Oh, okay. So when he got that building, I'm like, man, like, I'm really, it's going to be a cathartic day for me. Like this is going to be, so, you know, and it was just the, the masks we wanted. So, so the idea with the masks in the video is obviously everyone's like, oh, it's pandemic themed, you know, but that was before they really implemented. They were starting to implement the masks. They were telling people to wear masks. But we had this idea of what we called become the show and our guitarist and our front of house and a few people that work in our crew, they have worn those masks and our guitarist. He's like big into anime and, you know, all that type of stuff. So that's where he got the inspiration. Gotcha. Years ago. Wow. So his idea was is we're gonna make masks, we're gonna make sunglasses, we're gonna sell them at our merch table, and we're gonna call it Become the Show. Fans can come in, they can buy it, they can wear it, and they can become part of the show. Yeah. Little did we know that (laughs) this was gonna happen. So when we wanted to get masks for the music video, there weren't any. So I actually had to go to a seamstress and have a seamstress actually create all the masks that we're wearing in the music videos.
0: That's crazy.
1: It's like our version of Slipknot. It's all custom made.
0: That's a great story, man. Um, I'm thinking about going to buy a lottery ticket. Can you go ahead and give me the numbers now, man? Because you guys have been predicting the future right on the spot. What you
1: got? Let's look on the water bottle here, man. Let's see what we got. You know what I mean? (laughs)
0: Absolutely. Well, of course, uh, like you said, you guys have been putting out some covers and doing some videos. Many bands and artists have done virtual performances while being in lockdown. And I was just kind of curious, you know, what's your thought as a music fan watching some of your other bands that you've toured with or bands that you've been influenced by actually doing their own virtual performances? Has it been good for you as a music fan?
1: Um, Yeah, you know, I mean... I'm so consumed with everything else that's going on right now. I haven't had a lot of time. I've seen, I've seen videos pop across and I see things. I, I like the fact that bands are still doing stuff. Yeah. Um. Because, you know, it, the world needs music. I think the world needs music now more than it ever has. And it's not getting it. Um. So, you know, that's a big thing. So, and also I think that it, it showcases people's talents in a more raw form. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's important as well to let, because I think that there's been a lot of fabrication. In music, in movies, in social media, and just the way people appear. I think there's been a lot of fabrication of that over the last decade. And Danny and I talk about it quite often. We think the 2020s, they're going to be the years of truth. Right. And we're starting to see that more. And I think it's just becoming a little bit more genuine. And I like that.
0: Yeah, I do, too, man. You know, you were talking about being in the corporate world for like 10 years, and then, you know, you had a pretty good thing going. You had the family life going there, and all of a sudden, you decide, hey, man, I want to get back in the rock and roll game. And obviously, it's going to take you away from your family uh, well before the pandemic. Um, So what did you really ever have any second thoughts about creating from ashes to new i mean obviously you talk with your wife about it I, you know just was she supportive at the beginning because uh, obviously she's going to be the one that's uh, really missing you a lot while you're on the road and vice versa for you too
1: yeah man you know the, the roads the road's a, roads a lonely place i think we've heard about a hundred of those songs yes right? absolutely so um, she's always been supportive though, man, you know, the, the greatest person alive to me and, and she's so selfless in everything that she does. And it's just incredible to see someone, you know, put themselves second or, you know, because I, we have a son put themselves third. Um, it, it, it's, it's something that not a lot of people do and I'm guilty of not doing it myself. So, um, she's been super supportive and when it comes to, you know, I never had second thoughts. Um, I just don't think that you can, right. You know, I think that like, if you have a goal for something in life, you can't have a plan B, you have to burn all the bridges. Um, cause if you have a way back, then you constantly think about that way back. You don't right. think about the way forward. And that's how I feel is you, you have to, you have to burn all the bridges and you have to just keep pushing forward. And that's what I've done. It took me a little while to get to where we're at. It, it was definitely a lot of, uh, untraveled roads, ones that were quite bumpy. At times, um, but you know we're sitting in a pretty good place. You know we've got we've got a great record. We've got a great single working right now. We've got I've got a great family. We just built this house. You know timing was a little odd, but uh, you know I'm my everybody's healthy as far as I know.
0: And that's <laughs> so, all you can really ask for at this point.
1: Man. Yeah, man, I'm super grateful for everything. Honestly, yeah. it's just it's with all the things out there that I could be ungrateful about and complain about. Uh, there's, I think there's, there's more to be grateful about. So that's kind of how I try to look at things. Uh,
0: we're definitely going to talk about uh, panic a little bit more in depth here shortly on the Rock Thirty. But first, I wanted to talk about the song "What I Get" that you released recently. Uh, kind of deals with the toxic relationship you're in. You know, you should be out of it, but you stay in it. Uh, that's at least kind of the setup that I've got for it. So, anything else you'd like to add to that?
1: I mean, you hit it on the head. You know, yeah. it's it's a, it's it's like that feeling, right? So you're like. Man, I, I know this person is terrible for me, but uh, I love him. Yeah. It's Dane Cook, Dane Cook had a joke when I was when I was growing up, and he he was talking about this girl and her friends kept saying, Sarah, you need to leave him. And she's like, I can't, it's not that easy. And they're like, Why? And she's like, My CDs are in his truck. You know, it's kind of like every time I think of what I get, I think of that joke. I'm like, you know, like you, you just keep going back. They keep ripping your heart out, but you keep going back because you feel so empty without them so i think it's almost like a, a you know a glutton for punishment type type idea right um and in the the hook to the song I'll give you a little backstory i'm writing it real quick is the hook to the song when we were listening to it we were in the airbnb in la actually working on the record well heading to the studio that morning and and i was i went over and lance was shaving and i and i i was like dude i was like listen to this i was like listen to the music version of this and, and i was like i got this idea i'd gotten the idea while i was brushing my teeth And it was just—it's the hook that you hear in the song. Um, It it was just one—one of those things, man. You know, and, and you hear artists talk about that all the time. And that's how you know special things come up. Is just. It just kind of pops in your head and that's that's what happened with that song and it all kind of just stemmed from there and became what it is now
0: the magic is done for sure uh you mentioned danny a little while ago and um of course he did vocals for the who's uve uve U," which was my introduction to this mongolian band uh many other great artists featured on that album as well so uh maybe talk about how danny got involved with this project because i still find it fascinating every time i hear you know an, another vocalist i mean there was this band that no one has seemed like they'd heard about, but they got all these amazing vocalists to be a part of their album.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, our record label is, is, is great at doing that. Yeah. So, um, you know, our record label believes really highly in uh, the cross pollination of, of artists and they should, because, you know, the, the pop and hip hop industry has shown for, for decades how well it works to cross pollinate. And you can even go back to, know aerosmith and run dmc i mean right. you, you can talk about cross-pollination and, and and that's kind of what's happened with with the who i mean they're a, a gigantic european band um but they didn't have much much pool in the states you know and not a lot of people knew who they were here and, and it's definitely an eclectic uh sound um so so putting some of the artists from the record label as in danny or um Uh, Jacoby and then you know the management team uh, pulled in uh, Lizzie, and doing those types of things you know uh, I think that it's a great thing for a great group of guys Um, I've met those guys in the who and they're fantastic people not a lot of English but uh (laughs) but I mean you can feel the energy in the room you know so it's like you, you know you know when people are good people and the thing with Danny doing the song is I was actually asked to be on the song okay and I had listened to the track because I was like you, I hadn't heard of it either, and it was just blowing up. That UVUVU, the 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 European version mm. of the song, that um, when that was blowing up, I was like, oh, okay, um, let me listen to it because they again A and R had asked me to be on it, and I'm like, no, I was like, that's that's not a good idea, and they're like, what do you mean? And I was like, I mean, I'm not gonna rap on this track, like it's it's. <laughs> Like I get it. I was like, but I'm not sure that people are really gonna enjoy me coming in and throwing some bars down on this right, track. Right. So I passed the buck to Danny. I was like, dude, here. You know? And wow. uh him and Lance, um him and Lance really kinda did the bulk of that, you know, and put it together while we were on tour on the bus and one thing led to the next.
0: Well, um, you know, the times that I've seen you live, I mean, it's a a ton of energy, man. The fans are into it. You guys are into it on the stage. And, you know, I was just kind of curious when you guys were working on this new album that's coming out in August, uh, obviously, you've had a lot more experience on the road touring and, you know, trying to uh, showcase that energy. And how do you manage to pull that when you're in the studio, which can be a little bit more of a sterile environment, um, you know, because obviously those are going to be some songs you're going to be performing over and over and over again when you can finally get back on the road so how do you manage to capture that energy
1: well so everything in the studio is obviously really new to us you know I mean it's it's songs that we haven't played a hundred times songs that we maybe not haven't played at all Mm -hmm. so you know it's parts that we've written that we're starting to put together and we did. so for me and I can't speak for everybody I'll speak for myself here I get super mad at myself so I'm in there and I'm trying to lay down this part or I'm trying to especially like when I'm trying to uh, to remember a lyric, because I have a lot of lyrics to remember. <laughs> yes, so, you do. <laughs> yeah. So when I'm trying to remember a lyric and be on on key with the song, delivering the cadence, but also remembering that I have to have a uh, a tone and a um, an accent to to what I do. So all of that put together, there's sometimes there's a lot of takes for things that I've never done before. Right. And I get more and more frustrated as it goes on. And then that's where you hear like that, the anger and the the grit in my voice, there's two things combined there. The grit comes from a hundred takes. My voice is shot. <laughs> <laughs> and the anger comes from Matt. Can you just do your damn bar? Like can you just <laughs> right. get it done, man. Get it out. So uh let's talk about um
0: Panic. Uh, of course it's doing great on the Rock 30, and we talked about the video. Uh no one obviously could predict what the heck was gonna become uh COVID-19. But I mean, like I said, there's so many things that just match up from this song lyrically, and of course in the video as well that you tell the story. But uh when was this one actually written and uh, why was it decided to become a single
1: well i think that originally we were going to name the record infinity okay and this was back in the spring of 2019 i believe time runs together so let's soft quote me on that yeah okay all right so uh so back in the spring of 2019 we we had the idea of calling the, the record infinity it was kind of like down the line of what we had done with uh day one the future infinity so we were kind of going in line with our our prior records um but I had, you know, I had dealt with anxiety a lot over the last several years, and um, I see that the world that we're in really deals, you know, I mean, every day you're seeing some sort of, you know, anxiety, mass hysteria, panic. And this is even before everything that's going on in 2020. I mean, it's just been an escalation. It's, it's been a, a snowball rolling down the hill. And, um, you know, we were, we were coming up with names, and I'm like, what about panic? like you know and that was the name of the record and a lot of times we try to have a title track we didn't on our first record we did on our second record we were going to do it on this record right um so the idea was there since spring of of 2019 the song started to come to fruition um as we got into the late summer early fall of 2019 Um, And even as we were finishing up the record, you know, the the, the pandemic was not a pandemic. It was not even a a thought in America. You know, we didn't even think about it at that point. So um, the song really just describes kind of how how I feel. And anyone else who was, you know, Lance and Danny and Matt, anyone else who had a part writing on the song just wrote about their experience with anxiety and panic. And that's, you know, it just ended up, like you said, feeding into exactly what's going on today. Yeah.
0: It's great the way it worked out. So uh, to close out the show today, uh, Matt is one of my favorite things I like to do is uh, giving you the opportunity to pick a song that we haven't already talked about today that we can uh, play along with a single and uh, you know, maybe give me an artist pick that uh, you like today that I have access to.
1: <laughs> okay, so an artist pick of a song of any artist.
0: Well, we I prefer you since you're the co host oh. <laughs> today. We'd like to have well, from Ashes New. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay too. Screw so. So, my career. Yeah. Let's
1: get somebody else in here. <laughs> let's give them um, some crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, a song you have access to oh man you put me on the spot with this well i know really
0: because i'd love to play something new and maybe i can do what i get but uh maybe we can go back to one of your previous albums and do something like that how about that
1: i think that we're gonna have a, a a new one here um that you're gonna have access to okay it's called it's called scars that i'm hiding all right um brand new song um kind of kind of follows in line um with what we've been doing on this record now most of our records prior to this Um, We have taken the approach of overcome adversity, believe in yourself. I mean, that's kind of what our motto has always been as a band and it hasn't changed, but this record, we're kind of taking the approach from looking at it from before you can have the mindset of overcome. Gotcha. So scars that I'm hiding talks about how we have these emotional or even physical, depending on what situation that you're in in life, but it's a wound, right? It's something that is not healing. It's something that keeps festering and just, um, you know, dragging out in the process that maybe, you know, you're, feeding that process or maybe somebody else is feeding that process. That's what the song is about. It's talking about, you know, although they may be, it may be something bad, be proud of what made you who you are. Right. Um, and you know that's what i've done in my life i I've, i have done so much have so much self inflicted wounds in my life from stuff that i bad decisions that i made but if i hadn't have made them i wouldn't be sitting here today talking to you right, so right um so yeah scars that i'm hiding that's that's what that song embodies
0: love it man well thank you so much for being on the rock 30 today third time uh looking forward to the new album coming out on august 28th i take it you can probably go ahead and pre-order right now
1: right yep everywhere All over the place. Beautiful. Go to our social media pages. You'll find some links.
0: Awesome, man. Well, I'll be seeing you on social media next time, probably. And always appreciate your friendship, man, and your honesty on the show. And uh, best of luck once you can finally get back on the road.
1: Likewise, man. I guess you go on the road sometimes. So likewise, man. So. (laughs) And happy birthday to your daughter, by the way.
0: Oh, you saw that today. Well, man, you're you're, you're on top of it. I actually worked on that video last night. I was kind of working on my editing skills because I'm not there either.
1: Get, get it, man. I mean, it's out there for the taking. Maybe you'll have two careers by the time this thing's done. Absolutely,
0: man. All right. Well, have a great day, Matt. All
1: right, brother. Take care, man. Take care, brother. See ya.